strength, speed, power, all things Dexter Athletics. Welcome to the Iron Grid Podcast. Here's your host, strength and conditioning coach, Chris Whitaker. And here we are back live to record one day late here. With episode 12 of the Iron Dread Podcast, Super Bowl Sunday yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles getting that big win over the New England Patriots. So we're a day behind here on the IDP, but no worries. We got a special one coming up for you today. We have coach Tony Quint, defensive line coach at Extra High School Football. Hilarious guy, fun guy to talk to, and he'll be on shortly here on the Iron Dread Podcast. But first... Let's sound the horn and get our weekly recap of Iron Dread Athletics. Here we are with our weekly recap sponsored by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. Visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So, here we are. Last week, Tuesday the 30th, we had our boys and girls basketball teams in action. Both varsity teams um, on the floor at Celine. Check that. Check that. Our boys were on the floor at Celine. Our girls were home. On Wednesday night, Wrestling at South Lion East, no score to report there, but our ice hockey team squared off against a big physical Jackson United team. Our hockey team had a little rough outing. It was teacher appreciation night. Glad to be there. We'll talk more about that in the Iron Dread report. Thursday the 1st, freshman girls basketball won big over Alvet. Our JV girls basketball and JV boys basketball played Stockbridge. And the varsity teams played them as well. Varsity boys came away with a 66-23 win over Stockbridge. Our girls got back in the win column with a 42-28 win. Uh, Shout out to Sammy Cochran, Iron Dread athlete, a student in my sports exercise and health science class with 15 points, leading the girls team in that game against Stockbridge. We had wrestling, JB Wrestling at Lincoln, on Friday night and Saturday, cheerleading were down, was down at Monroe. Hockey squared off against Kalamazoo. And wrestling had their varsity Southeastern Conference match where they tied 7th overall and 4th in the SEC white. So shout out to our wrestling team. Our wrestling team is getting ready for more uh, postseason action, some uh, district qualifiers this week. And good luck to all our Iron Dread wrestlers. So that was last week. Getting into this week, one day late here. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night, the 6th, we'll have our boys and girls basketball teams squaring off against Ypsilanti Lincoln. Boys will be on the road. Girls will be home. Wednesday, hockey is going to be at Pinckney. Thursday, the 8th, our girls basketball teams will be playing Lawane Christian. And our cheer team has their home SEC match or meet on, uh, here at Dexter High School. Friday the 9th, boys basketball will be squaring off at home against Adrian, all three teams in action. Girls basketball will be on the road at Adrian. Saturday the 10th, cheerleading team be down at Celine for their competition. And our boys basketball teams will be playing the Detroit Public Safety Academy at home. And the hockey team will be home at Vets Ice Arena against Bedford. So let's get out there and support all our Iron Dread athletes this week. And now it's time for our Iron Dread report. So another great week here, a strong week. We, we just said, let's go strong, strong. Uh, 
because that's what's happening with our kids. Our kids that are committed to the Iron Dread program, they are starting to see the increases in weight going up on the bar, and we're really starting to have some breakthroughs as far as learning how to train and kind of that old light bulb coming on. I think the kids are really enjoying training. Had a session tonight. I know this is for next week's podcast. We're a day late here, but hey, those kids got after it tonight. I saw some kids really making strides tonight and seeing what it feels like to hit that RPE of four that we talk about. Uh, Shout out to Megan Brown, girls cheerleading. Uh, She really impressed me tonight. A student athlete that when we started the Iron Dread program, she was adamant that she did not want to be involved in strength and conditioning. The only reason why she was coming was because it was required to be a part of the cheerleading team. And ladies and gentlemen, this kid was getting after it tonight. Sumo deadlift, ripping the floor, pulling back, putting weight on the bar, straining, working hard in that four sets of three that we had. We're starting to scale our kids back this week, getting them ready for their playoff contention meets and games. So we scaled back the reps from five to three. Gave them an extra set, and hey, they're getting after it. So we're only going to get better. Our off-season kids, their volume is starting to go up. We added a set to them as well. They're staying with five reps in our core lifts, and we're working our way to five by five next week. And then the week after, we are hoping to roll out our conjugate-style training framework. Uh, Been studying a lot on the conjugate system and what it's done for athletes across the country. Um, not only in a powerlifting sense, it's done great things there with Westside Barbell and Louis Simmons and Dave Tate at Elite FTS. But guys have taken the conjugate system and applied it to athletes. Uh, both of those individuals that I just mentioned have used it with athletes. But there are two college strength and conditioning coaches that I've been studying. Uh, one is Ed Juskolsky, the strength and conditioning coach at the College of Brockport in New York, my alma mater. Ed has taken the over the strength and conditioning program there, and all their athletic teams are rising. And football, making it one game away from the national championship, which up until this past year was unheard of. Ed continues to lead the track and field program as well, in addition to the strength program. And they are sending multiple, multiple kids every year to the national meet. I believe the statistic was they had over 28 national qualifiers in their first meet of the indoor season. And that's the conjugate system, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it can do with uh, right application and the work put into it and the commitment to it. The second strength coach we talk about is Nate Harvey. Nate Harvey was the strength coach at the University of Buffalo, and he actually just put out a book not too long ago, Conjugate You, and training athletes using the conjugate style like he did at the University of Buffalo. And they did similar things to what Ed Jaskolski is doing at Brockport. And I'm very excited to bring this information here to our Iron Dread athletes. It's going to help us accomplish all the goals that we've set out to do. And not that what we're doing right now isn't working, because it is, but it's going to make us that much better when we start running conjugate. And we're going to see it. Uh, There'll be a lot of short-term gains, but in the long run, moving forward, uh, I think we're really going to see the benefit of this program, this conjugate system, two, three years down the road. So we're really excited to roll it out. I can't wait to get the kids uh, understanding max effort and dynamic effort and using all the different movements and things that uh, Conjugate brings in. A lot of these training movements we have used already. Um, squat, bench, and deadlift, right? specifically a wide base squat to a box, which we started doing not too long ago. Our sumo deadlifts are going to be big ones. Conventional deadlifts will be thrown in as a variation. Bench press, bands, chains, you name it. 
Um, it's going to get rolled out here. We also are working on Iron Dread gear. So we'll put in design submissions to Mr. Stockwell and GraphX uh, for his approval for uh, Iron Dread t-shirts, shorts, and even have some hat designs laid out there. We, uh, we're waiting to hear back from Mr. Stockwell on if those things can be done. And we'll get an order form out ASAP and we'll get uh, our Iron Dread gear on our Iron Dread athletes. Another thing we're working on is the Iron Dread Athlete of the Week. We hope to start nominating athletes for Iron Dread Athlete of the Week in the near future and including a very cool reward for the Iron Dread Athlete of the Week. Uh, we have picked out a championship belt. Yes, a championship belt. We'll have a custom-made championship belt. I have it uh, all designed, and I'm ready to order. We're just waiting on some uh, some things to come through here. And if a kid gets Iron Dread Athlete of the Week, they, uh, they will get to wear the championship belt proudly and... Uh, and put that out there for all to see. So we got a lot of great things going on in the Iron Dread program this week. Stay tuned because this thing is growing. This thing is getting stronger. Our numbers are increasing in our classes, right, thus opening up more room for new people to come in and try out the Iron Dread program in the afternoons and in the mornings. Uh, we're also working on our middle school kids. So any parents or student-athletes with middle school siblings, Get them ready because in a few weeks we hope to start bringing up the middle school athletes and get them involved in the Iron Dread program. So the last thing I have for the Iron Dread report before we get into uh, Coach Tony Quint, Dexter High School defensive line coach, is Wednesday night, the hockey game. It was teacher appreciation night. And it was a pretty cool experience for yours truly. Uh, both Coach Jacobs and I were nominated by two different hockey players. Um, Coach Jacobs was nominated by Alex Mills. And I was nominated by Coach, uh, Coach, student athlete and Iron Dread athlete Logan Eggleston, um, student from my health and wellness class first semester. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Got to go out and chuck the puck uh, in between the first and second period. Uh, went out there, got a nice certificate of appreciation from the student athletes and uh, it, it was a good time and I was really honored to be nominated for that by Logan and I appreciate um, his nomination and um, the respect that he showed me and in, in putting me out there for that and it was really cool and I enjoyed it and I know Coach Jacobs feels uh, the same way about Alex Mills's nomination as well. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back, we'll have Coach Tony Quint uh, live to record here on the Iron Dread Podcast. Sit right in. The Iron Dread Podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction, available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it up! So before we jump in with Coach Tony Quinn, I want to preface this. We recorded this episode uh, two weeks ago now, uh, two Sundays ago, the night of the Royal Rumble match. Um, and the, a week before the eventual Super Bowl. So you'll hear us talking about the Royal Rumble and the Super Bowl. And we already know the outcome. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. And we saw both Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka win the Royal Rumble. So just wanted to preface that before we jump in to the interview with Coach Quint. A little bit longer episode here. This one's going to go about an hour. It was a lot of fun talking with Coach Quint. And it seemed like the time flew by. So let's jump in and enjoy this interview with Coach Tony Quinn. And we're here live to record on the Iron Dread podcast. We have special guest, defensive line coach from the Dexter High School football team, Coach Tony Quint, on the phone with us today. Coach Quint, welcome to the Iron Dread podcast. How are you, sir? 
No, I'm great, man. Thanks for having me, Coach. Hey, glad to Hard have you. to be here. Hey, but we've been trying to get you on the on the airwaves here for a while. Uh, we finally got you got you locked down. Another member of the football staff, ladies and gentlemen, getting on the podcast before our head coach, Phil Jacobs. When will we hear Coach Jacobs live on the Iron Dread podcast? I don't know. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, send Coach Jacobs a tweet at Coach Jacobs sixteen and tell him that you want to hear him live on the Iron Dread podcast. But Coach Quint, tell us. Um, yeah, we always ask. The first question I always ask every time we get on here is your story. Where, where are you from? Um, what have you done uh, to lead you here to Dexter Schools? Well, um, you know, uh, I am uh, a teacher. A lot of you don't know that I teach in the district. Uh, a lot of the students, unless they played for me, know I am over at the uh, Copeland Alternative High School, which was started last year in Dexter School District. Before then, uh, I uh, taught at Westland John Glenn for five years in the special ed department in the Wayne Westland School District. I uh, came to Dexter almost a year. It'll be a year in March, Coach, uh, for a job opportunity, a little better uh, pay rate, and an opportunity to coach here, which uh, Dr. Timmis um sold me on and said what a great place it is to work and it has been so uh it's been real good the last year a little bit of adjusting but uh i'm super excited with this football staff and the guys that we have on staff and coach jacobs what he's put together to uh, continue to work and turn this uh turn this into a winner yeah i mean that's why i'm in dexter hey i think that's why we're all here right you know coach jacobs is, is uh kind of assembled us together here and I've said it before you know I I know I certainly uh wouldn't be here if it wasn't for for Dr. Timmis and uh coach Jacobs so well we, you know we we love him we we like to tease him a lot about getting him on the podcast but he's uh one of the big reasons why we're all here so yeah. um what about your athletics history coach I mean we, you know we're friends we talk a lot I know before our listeners uh what's your history in athletics well I'm not going to get on here and brag about my athletic accomplishments like Bill Ivan, but <laughs> what, I will tell you my defining moment probably came in 11th grade, or I'm sorry, excuse me, when I was 11 years old playing basketball when I realized I was the worst kid on the team, and uh, it wasn't for me. Uh, growing up, I played hockey, actually, if, if, you, if you dare say. I was a hockey player. And my father was my coach, and you know how that can be. My father still plays hockey at the ripe age of 67. And um, always around sports, soccer, basketball, never baseball. Don't really have hand-eye coordination, as you guys always make fun of me, um, even though I can dance. And I uh, played uh, football in high school, started in high school with all my buddies from middle school. They got me to play, and I went to John Glenn, who at the time was a pretty darn good uh, uh, school to play for. Division one school, we had a couple um, deep lot of runs in the playoffs, made the playoffs every year, and uh, that was it for athletics. I mean, I uh, played football my uh, high school career, and that was it. But uh, since then, I started coaching right out after high school. Coached freshman football at John Glenn. And I think I coached there from 2002 until 2016. I think it was about 15 years I coached. All sorts of levels, freshmen. Majority of the last 10 years on varsity, and I coached uh, defensive line and offensive line. So I have the utmost respect for you and what you do with our boys over there. Hey. What, 15, 15 years, you said? 15 years? 15 years. 15, 15 years, years of John Glenn. Wow. I won't tell you where I was years. in 2002, uh, but I might have been playing then. But 15 years of commitment to uh, to a program. And, I, I mean, and that's something when we see, you know, a lot of coaches in some places, they get in, they coach for a few years, then they're out. Uh, but 15 years of commitment, coaching the big guys up front, having a lot of fun, too, in the process, I'm sure. A lot of fun. Oh, and I coach with, you know, I coach with the guys who coach me. Um, 
so that was really cool. They mentored me, uh, and um, very similar. If you ever do get coach on to talk about it, kind of similar to his situation, except I wasn't as successful as Coach Jacobs. <laughs> you know, he, he's had a lot more success than I have. But uh, being around some of the older guys and guys who coached you and hearing the stories, just a lot of fun, man, a lot of fun. Great relationships. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, for sure. And, and it's crazy how that, that relationship changes. You know, we talk a lot, you know, we're here to build relationships with kids. And what's crazy is once you become now a peer to your coaches and to your teachers, you know, that how that relationship expands. Like we had it back, you know, back home. You know, I coached in Kingston a little bit before, you know, leaving to go to other places. And now I became that I was coaching, like you said, coaching alongside of guys that coached me or taught me and how that relationship changed. And it, it, it's pretty cool to see. And uh, now I look at some of my mentors um, when I was a student. Now they continue to be mentors, but on a different level now as an adult in the career path we've chosen. Well, absolutely. And, and, and then the friendships with some of those older guys, um, you know, you watch them raise their kids. And, you know, you met Steve, uh, my former head coach, uh, and sat down with him, and how close we are now as friends. It's just, you know, I think that's what's great about sports, especially at the high school level, is, is the mentoring and the friendships. And like I always say, the reason he got into coaching is it helped me become a better man. And um, just uh, having those extended relationships and friendships is really really made it worth its while and that's why that's why I continue to do it and hope one day I can you know my players one day will think the same of me is uh the goal right oh absolutely absolutely I mean uh, hey we 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 don't we don't do this to get rich we don't do this uh to kind of toot our own horns we don't do this to build up our egos we do this to well make a difference in the life of a kid and a group of kids and I think that's where that's where the, the pr- profession itself, especially at our level, becomes the most rewarding when you know that you're helping change that kid's life or help not even change, just guide them along in life for them to make their own choices because ultimately that's what it comes down to. But you're helping to guide them to be a better person. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, hey, let's jump into strength and conditioning talk here, right? The IDP. Right here, we're we're all about all about lifting them weights and getting after it. And then you've been coaching for a long time, so you've seen a lot. Um, what does strength and conditioning for the athlete mean to you? The one thing I will say now, and I've seen it a lot, and thank goodness we have uh, Dexter. We have not only Coach Jacobs with the strength background, but let's go the job you're doing and your strength background. And I've seen it done a lot wrong. Now, I didn't know it was done wrong until I've been around the, this programming, so kudos to you and what you're doing, but by accident, I have seen kids who are willing to work, who don't belong on that field athletically, height, size, everyone tells them no, but they get in that weight room in December, and they don't come out of it until August and they work themselves into being players. And I have seen, and those are some of the greatest kids to coach because they want the most, right? And being in that weight room when you have the kids who are willing to just suck it up because it is not fun, but they embrace the pain and they embrace the process and the work ethic, those are the kids that you can build a team on. You know, they're not the stud athletes. And if you have a good athlete who's in there working, well, good for you. But it's those guys, those medium-range guys who you make, excuse me, they make themselves into football players by earning it. Man, those are the guys that you can they turn your team around. They can make a good team a special team. And uh, I don't have the background you do, but I've seen it. By accident, kids are willing to put in the work and lift the weights, make themselves players. And we've had some, I've had some special years coaching with groups of kids like that. So 
it is definitely important. It is important. And the other thing, as I get older, I realize the teams that lift and stretch and do things the right way, the injury prevention during the season, wow, the difference it makes. You know, you can tell the years where we looks like we had a, you know, a mass unit on the sideline. Well, if you think back to it, the offseason wasn't where it should have been. But the years where those kids lift and work and the whole team's and they're pushing themselves, there's not a whole lot of injuries on the sideline. I mean, yes, there's a, you know, things happen in the sport, but injury prevention is huge uh, when it comes to lifting as well. So, but. I mean, all things we preach, for sure. Uh, I mean, I've thrown the statistic out there many times that we had, you know, prior to the setup of the Iron Dread program, you know, we sat down with Trevor and uh, Shannon, and they gave us some of the numbers. Like, we had 17 bone fractures across all of Dexter Athletics in about a year and a half's time. And on top of that, about 13 ligament tears in the knees. ACL, PCL, oh. MCL, uh, medial lateral meniscus stuff. Um, and, you know, you, you said it, right? Without strength and conditioning, it's going to be a mash unit on that sideline of a football field. It's going to be kids blowing out their ACLs and setting themselves back, you know, nine months of a recovery and rehab. Um, and I, I see it so much in our, in our building still now because, I mean, obviously the, the program is still in its infancy and it hasn't had time to really – set in and take effect but I mean like I, I've had you know seen or seen I should say way way too many kids walking around our building on crutches like well it you know we just well, you and I have talked about this I went and I said I Matt Gilder's team I think he's a straight coach at Akron mm-hmm. and uh, I went to he was at one of the football clinics we go to and he blew me away with the simplicity of the things he teaches and it with the knee injuries, and it comes to, you know, if you watch a kid sprint and stop, keeping that knee in line, not letting it go inside, and I don't know the fancy terms you would, Coach, so if you could help me out, help me out here. <laughs> Save me. But um, jumping, landing from a jump, keeping your knees in line, and how he, you know, every year, Division One football, that's what he works on because the non-contact knee injuries, Especially with the turf, that's not helping. I mean, it, it, it definitely jumps up. Yeah, and I mean, all that, you know, all that stuff that you know, you're talking about, you know, keeping things where they belong and you know, moving correctly, that, I mean, that's, that's not really taught to a kid by just having them run or do box jumps or all this other stuff that, you know, a lot we see blowing up social media pages of kids doing this stuff. That stuff happens by having the strength to be able to keep things where they belong. You want to become more agile. You want to become more explosive and fast. Get stronger. Every athletic measurement there is can be improved by increasing overall body strength. And that, that's something that you know, we harp on and we stand on our soapbox and preach. And that's what we're trying to get get buy-in from our kids because, again, not only from the performance standpoint, but from the injury prevention. Out of, out of our, you know, our goals of things that we want to do, you know, obviously we want to make uh, better athletes so they can perform better and be successful in their activities and their games. But we want to keep them playing. We want Trevor's office to be and Shannon's office to be like a ghost town down there uh, where. They're going in and they're doing a little preventative stuff for kids, you know, taping ankles or stuff like that, but they're not treating the ACL injuries. They're not treating um, the other ligament tears and rotator cuffs and all these issues that are going on. You know, we want our, our office to be busy right, and their office to be very much, uh, very much slowed down. You know, when Trevor has time to be able to come up and see what's going on in the weight room, that, that puts a smile on my face because that means that he's not – having to be down in that office rehabbing injured kids. So that's that's one of the, the things that we're looking at, and we're working on that for sure and building on it. So moving ahead to you, um, do you currently train, uh, and what's your preferred training style? My preferred training style right now is mostly couch potato, 
Sometimes I throw in the recliner. You know, depends how it is. Uh, I'd like to train more, but, I, you know, excuses, right, Coach? Yeah, yeah, we excuses. talk about so I'm kid, not gonna, kids making excuses this week. I got them all. I got them all, and I use them. It's embarrassing is what it is. It's turned into a slob. But uh, I used to train. Uh, I guess I did, uh, would you call it more of a body, bodybuilding, powerlifting, old school, chest day, leg day, back day, uh, when, you know, right after high school and in college. And then uh, a few years ago, I did the old CrossFit. As you know, you always bust my chops about that, right, Coach? Yeah, join the cult. Just kidding. I, I was a part of the cult. I met my beautiful wife there. It was worth it. Hey. And uh, But, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, uh, I was just smart about it. And um, I think I enjoyed the lifting the most. So hopefully I can get back in there with you sooner or later and uh, get some lifting in. Get yeah, the we'll, get you going. In. we'll get you in there. I, am more, I do enjoy running. Well, I don't run, I jog. Who are we kidding? But it's more, you know. I like uh, I like jogging. I like to jog. And, and so as the weather warms up here, I'll be out there three, four miles a day. So. That's one thing that I, I can't get into. I'm not a big big runner. Um, I'd rather hook a sled onto me and, and walk with a weighted sled than run uh, anymore unless I need to run. But um, but getting back to CrossFit, right, we make we make fun of uh, you know, we coach, tease coach, it. And... Coach, coach, I jog. <laughs> or is it jogging with a soft J? But that's what I do. I don't run. Okay, let's settle down. All right. Hey, but that I mean, I'm so, not covering that kind of distance. Even even jogging, I'm not covering that kind of distance right now. But I need to I need to start putting some more cardio back in. So we're gonna look into uh look into competing in a powerlifting meet here and I don't think uh at two sixty five I don't think I'll be able to uh to do much damage, but I probably can uh can hold my own down at the uh two forty bracket. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um Yeah, you gotta get back to your Himalayan salt guy or whatever that thing was. Hey, listen. Keto, keto, what was it called? The ketogenic style diet. The kids in my health class have learned about it and they got a new new group of uh health and wellness students coming in second semester and, and uh, I, I teach them about everything. I don't just teach them about what I do and what my opinions are, but um, ketogenic style diet and ketogenic style of eating, um, very, very low amounts of carbohydrates in the system, about 60% of uh, your daily energy is going to come from fats and eating a high fat diet, uh, moderate proteins, and very, very low carbs. So right now I think I'm down to like 35 grams of carbohydrates a day. Um, and yeah, it says that the McDouble game was strong. The McDouble when game was strong. Yeah, when, when, you, uh, when you don't have any food. And, uh, hey, brother. Yeah, hey, you got to go down and, hey, it worked. It worked. You know, you go down and right. hit, up the, uh, hit up the golden arches, get, them, get you some McDoubles and uh, throw away the rolls. Still not the most healthiest of choices. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, but when you get uh, in that desperate spot. But before we move on, I want to go back to CrossFit because I called it a cult, and Bring I got to make on. sure. I knew you were going to go. I got to make sure that everybody knows that I support any activity that gets people moving and exercising, whatever that is. Uh, we had Lauren Thompson on a few weeks ago, and she's a big CrossFit person. And you know, I told her then, I, I'm me personally, I, I have some issues with the programming side of of crossfit and how it's moderated you know for the athlete and how to make proper gains in in strength like we talked about an injury prevention but when it comes to an overall fitness component if it's what gets people up and moving and you people enjoy it like you said you did um and the social aspect of it right you met your wife there hey i'm all for whatever gets people up and moving i kid around and call it a cult but i just want to make sure that that's uh that's out there and clear. No, he, well, it, 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 hey, I'm, it, my wife still does it. It is a cult. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun cult. No, no, but what I will say, and you're right, is that, uh, you know, when you have good coaching, where it's real dangerous when you watch some of these people there. Or the people, I'm in front of myself. I am not an athlete by any means. 
I have decent coordination. And uh, I think what CrossFit, the reason I liked it and tried it, we had an Olympic lifting coach come in twice a week and you could go to that session. And I learned how to do the, some of the Olympic lifts properly, you know, with the, mm-hmm. and, um, he was the one he was, he was a former USA Olympic lifting coach. And, uh, I, I think that's what I actually like more about it. So I actually stopped doing the classes per se. And I found the lifting program and I just went on my own and did it with one of the coaches there. And, but I can definitely see it's, uh, yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, there's, a lot of injuries. there's a lot of injuries that are being associated with that. And, I mean, my, my certification through the NSCA, they actually have had a big, big, you know, law, lawsuit thing going back and forth. You know, the NSCA, you know, accusing CrossFit of poor programming and CrossFit trying to sue the NSCA for, you know, slander or whatever, even though the NSCA might have been mm-hmm. pointing out the facts. And it's just... Uh, it's a whole mess, but when it comes to our athletes, and you know, we see it a lot, where they'll say, "Oh, coach, I'm, you know, I don't need to come to Iron Dread program. You know, I, I got a membership to CrossFit." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" As Lee Corso would say, "Not so fast, my friend." Um, Not. <laughs> those are the worst kids to watch do it, coach. The young kids, because they're not developed, they're awkward. What I was saying, their knees. You know, when they land and they go in. What is the word I'm looking for, Coach? Knee August. The knees come in uh, towards the Oh, towards they the try center. to do an Olympic lift and they land and their knees just cave in. Yeah. Oh, it's painful to watch some of the young kids. Because they're doing too much weight. They're not applying the forces in the right spots. And when they're doing that, it's probably not with that um, USA certified Olympic weightlifting coach right. either. You know, because anybody that's certified knows better wouldn't let those kids do that. Right. Right, and like Coach Thompson you had in, she is certified, so, you know, she knows what she's doing. And, you know, she's not, she's lifting properly and teaching kids to lift properly. It, it makes a difference. you got to really watch and trust who you're trusting your kids to when it comes to strength training. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people think just because they're paying a lot of money for it that they're getting a good deal and that it's, uh, it's going to be good for them, and uh, that's not always the case. That's not always the case for sure. Even even Lauren, you know, Coach Thompson, she she mentioned that, you know, there there are times, you know, she admitted it, you know, loyal CrossFit, you know, that the coaching is not the best within that system, and it depends on their. You have to pick and choose your spots. Um, you have to pick and choose and your your places to go when it comes to that stuff. It's like and it's like that with any training, though. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, any Joe Schmo can open up a boot camp gym or some sort of gym and be a hell of a salesman, but do they actually, are they actually helping or hurting your, because it's either going to help or hurt, yeah. your, you know, your athlete. For, for sure. For but I'm sure. definitely no professional like you all. I'm, I'm more of a couch potato. I'm <laughs> watching The Office right now. Hell of a show. <laughs> I know there's some, uh, there's some listeners out there, some of our, our student athletes over in my, my health and wellness class, um, girls, girl on the girls' basketball team, Ashley Love. We'll give, we'll give Ashley a shout-out. I know she loves the office because uh, she brings it up in conversations before class all the time. So we'll give Ashley a shout-out. She's on the uh, girls' JV basketball team. But uh, right before, before we move on from, from training here, uh, you brought up Coach Bill Ivan's name early on. I mean, Last time, you know, when we had him on on episode four, you know, he was he was calling you out, wondering when you're going to come in and and start lifting with us, you know. So we gotta we gotta get you, we gotta get you there. I know you got a long commute in the morning, but get you up there and uh, we'll get a get a get in there and get a workout so we can teach uh, that young man a thing or so. <laughs> it's hard not to like that guy because you know he and my wife both Indiana alumni. Yep. So I can't. I got to take it easy on that young man, but uh, we'll get in there and we'll show him. I still got it. One of these days. Oh yeah. One we'll, of these days. We'll get you. Summertime too would be good because we can get in there. You know, before the kids, and it won't be at five forty-five in the morning when you're traveling through rush hour traffic. It'll be a little bit later because the kids will be coming in a little bit later. But we'll uh, we'll get after it and. And uh, he he's coming in right now about two days a week, and uh, we train dynamic effort days. So I do all my max effort stuff by myself, 
Um, and then he comes in on, uh, right now it's been like Wednesdays and Fridays and we What's train. Afraid? Uh, he is, um, right now he is competing in, uh, cross country skiing. So he, he oh. does, he, he does some cross country skiing races. So he's kind of like, you know, and, and because he's jumped back in, I mean, he, he started coming back in consistently. Um, so he's mid, a big cardio guy too. Oh yeah, I don't know I mean, if he. I don't know if he runs like. I don't know if he runs like you do, but. But technically, running's awful for you with the knees, and but uh, cross country skiing, I'd imagine, is a hell of a workout. It's probably pretty good on the joints too. I don't know. I mean, you know, not oh, yeah. pounding the joints too much. No, because there isn't. It's not the pounding. You you know, gliding over the over the snow, and I know he 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 really loves it being from being from up north there. Uh, he goes up there and he competes and. And I actually need to uh, check in with him. I, you know, we get in the weight room, we start working out. Uh, I haven't uh, asked him how he's how he's doing in any of his races. Uh, maybe one time we'll do another episode of the podcast, and we'll get you both on at the same time. And then uh, you know, you guys can cut your pro wrestling promos on each other uh, as Love we go it. through. Can't wait. <laughs> your promo game is strong. So speaking of pro wrestling, hey, we got the uh, we got the Royal Rumble coming up today. You know, I know Coach Quint's a pro wrestling fan. We got a few pro wrestling fans that uh, listen to the podcast. Our boy Anthony Sanchez. Well, you hey, the, the, the Sanchez and you got me back into it a little bit. So I've been watching here or there, and uh, definitely excited for the Royal Rumble tonight. Pretty excited. Oh, it'll be good to get the. Um, First ever women's Royal Rumble Women. match tonight. Yeah. And the men's Royal Rumble match. For those listening that don't know, you know, about the uh, pro wrestling game, we fully admit that we are fans of a scripted, you know, sport, if you will. Um, but some people say the NFL is just as scripted now as pro wrestling. That's, a, that, that's for a whole nother. That's for a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But they're, the, they're either Steelers fans or Patriots haters, whatever. Hey, you know. J E T S Jets Jets Jets, tough being a Michigan yeah. fan and you know a Jet fan because then you have to like you, the New York Jets side wants you to completely bury Tom Brady, but the Michigan side realizes that he's one of the greatest you know quarterbacks of all time and he you know it's uh, one of those things. But well, what do you got? What do you got for what do you got for me on this one, Coach? What are you talking about? What do you want to talk about? Are we wrestling or football? Well, well, we started getting off on a tangent there. So, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, well, that's what I do. Well, yeah. like, uh, all right, well, let's start with the Royal Rumble tonight. I'm fired up. I personally just got back in the pro wrestling game, what, right after football because of you, Coach, and, of course, Sanchez. And uh, I got a couple other buddies that watch it with their kids. I don't have kids, but I still watch it. So, this will be my first pay per view I've watched. In probably 12 years, 15 years since high school. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty jacked for it. Yeah, and back I'm in the day, we looking forward to the Super Bowl next week. I don't know about you. I'm a football fanatic, so I just watch every football game, NFL. And that that Patriots Jags game was fantastic. Yeah, but for you to come on here and complain about being a Jets and a Michigan fan. When I am a Michigan and a Lions fan, us born here, <laughs> from here, okay? And here are our sports teams right now. Red Wings, a joke. They don't have, the, they don't have what it takes to fire people and do what's right. They were great at one time, though. They, and I enjoyed every second of it. Time to rebuild. Pistons, a joke. The Tigers, are, I think, are doing the right thing. they got to cut their contract. But being a goddamn Lions fan, let me tell you. Oh, it's it got to be like I, know, I now know how to take disappointment. <laughs> I've learned to cope with it. It is an embarrassment. But at least I'm not one of these people who, like, have uh, another team in another city, you know. There's a lot of us around uh, our program that are Steelers fans. Come on. Yep. Yep, shout-out shout to uh, Coach Matt Parachek, Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers fan. But he's a loyal one from back in the day, so I'll give him that. Give, yeah, you know. he's been a fan for a long time, right? Just busting his chops. Oh, yeah. Um, being a Lions fan is dreadful. Hey, it's being like a being a Jet fan. fan. It's like being a Jet fan. I know it well. 
I know it well. You do. Maybe. You do. I mean, Joe Namath, and then... That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had your uh, run there with Rex Ryan there for a brief hot second. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know. But the Jets are more known for their follies than they are for any of their successes, you know, a la the butt fumble. Yeah, yeah. But one of my favorite Michigan football players ever played for the Jets for a while, uh, David Harris, linebacker. Inside linebacker. uh, This guy's a stud, maybe the most underrated Michigan football player in the last 10, 15 years. And I think he's he's on the Patriots now or the – I just read an article that I think he's in the, playing in the Super Bowl this week. Yeah, I'm pretty anyway. sure he's still playing. I know he's no longer with the Jets, but I'm pretty sure he's still playing. But uh, but I did I did root for him. Yeah, I, I like that now too. Being being so close to Michigan, because I mean, New York college football is basically non-existent. I mean, there's Syracuse, okay, but. Unless you're from central New York, you're out that way, nobody cares. It's it's all pro football. And now being out here and getting to be this close to the University of Michigan and getting to see a lot of things that I've seen there, um, you know, it, it's it's crazy. Having played college football but at the Division three level, it's insane how different it was you know, compared to what I played in and the environment I was in and – what what they have here at the University of Michigan, it is uh, it is unreal what they have down there. Well, you get to see it up, you know, obviously up front and close. Uh, it'd be great if they'd win a game or win a meaningful game or be relevant, but we won't go there today. Well, There's not enough time for that. They'll get there, um, yeah. It's only a half-hour show. Yeah, they'll get there. <laughs> David Harris is on the New England Patriots, by the way. I he is on the up, New England so. Patriots. That... He's on the Patriots, so I got up. I love one of my favorite, my biggest in Michigan. So I'm, I'm rooting for him now because he's heck of a football player right there. So you're telling me he turned coat and went to the enemy, huh? Left the Jets. Ronnie Harrison, I mean... Hey, winning's winning, buddy. <laughs> I don't blame him. I'd want to go play for Belichick too, and play with with Tom Brady. It's uh, it, it's crazy what they've been able to do for so long there. And when they're all said and done, and you know Belichick and and Brady are are done working together, and I'm sure they'll they'll probably ride off into the sunset with a with a great career that that probably. No quarterback and coach combination will ever achieve again. It is unbelievable, and I'm telling coach this. You know, the guy says he wants to play forever, but this could be the last game. Bill yeah. Tech's got a lot of guys leaving after this year. Coaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, so, the whole defensive staff, for the most part, and right, and the offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator, uh, yeah, so... Yeah. But anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, Patriot way, next man up. But we'll get back onto yeah. our on onto our yeah. uh, routine here that we have with the IDP. The, ne- the next one we always go to is we talk about music. Um, we love music. We 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 use music in the weight room to motivate the kids all the time. You know, the times you've been up there, you've heard it, right? We we crank the music up loud, all different genres and. Um, you know, we brought up Coach Parachek's name earlier, and he uh, he supported the Wu Tang Wednesday um, fame. A big that, fan of that. Through. The Wu Tang Clan. Great job, Coach Parachek. Great job, man. <laughs> he brought me a Wu Tang Clan hat, and I wear the Wu Tang Clan hat on uh, on Wednesdays, and all the kids are throwing up the Wu Tang Clan uh, Clan symbol on Wednesdays now, and they're really getting excited with it. Love it, man. Like, Probably something introducing something to some of the kids. They don't, they didn't know who they were, or maybe heard songs but didn't know it was by the Wu Tang Clan. Something yeah. we had growing up. Oh yeah, and I mean, there's only so many of those songs you can play. Uh, Correct. But but when, on Wu Tang Wednesday, we listen to Wu Tang Clan and similar artists. So you mm-hmm. know, we'll throw a lot of those we, uh, rap artists. And we there. censor it, right, Coach? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, yep. yeah, we Thank we you. listen to the edited versions. Yep. All right. You know, thank you, but thank you. so, but when it's your turn, you have control of the stereo. Um, 
you're trying to get fired up. You know, we're in the weight room and you know you're competing with Coach Ivan in the uh, in the max uh, max back squat, and you need a song to get you fired up. Um, what song are you gonna pick? You know, that's a tough question, boss. I would go, you know, because a lot of things get me going. You know, I like uh, hip hop, rap. It's got to have a hard bass line. I think, but I like to, you know, maybe if there's just one song, I might throw some corn on there. Uh, something that '90s rock, grunge rock genre that'll really get me going. You know, I love Metallica. You know, so if you look at my workout list, which hasn't been touched in the last three years, so because I haven't used it, but you'll see Tool and Metallica and uh, System of a Down, big fan of. Oh, yeah. But there's also a lot of hip-hop and rap on there, too. A crime Mob, uh, DMX. Older stuff, because, you know, I'm not really up to the new music. I'm not hip by any means, but, uh, you know, song stuff like that. Shoot, one day I remember uh, we were at the gym and I was, we were uh, cleaning Max Clean and Freebird came on by Leonard Skinner. <laughs> and the end of that song will get you going too, baby. So it, it's all, you know, for me, I can listen to just about anything in the list, except that country. I love country music. And we, this coach will name nameless, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Not for the weight room. <laughs> Not for the weight room. All yeah. right. We, we get it on there. Uh... Well, speaking of that coach, that coach literally just uh, that that, co- that coach that you're referring to literally just sent me a text message on my phone, and uh, I think I need to start doing this thing. Every time somebody's phone goes off, um, I owe everybody a protein shake or chocolate milk or something like that when it uh, disrupts the podcast. But yeah, that that coach actually just sent me a text message um, that you're referring to. We only play we yeah. play country a little bit. Um, our dance team, right? The girls on the dance team, they're really uh, they really like it. But I always pick like up upbeat stuff if I'm gonna play country. You know, Al Dean and Eric Church, and you know, I even yeah. throw my man Garth Brooks in the mix. You know, every once in no, a while. No, 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 wrong with little rodeo. Um, I and I guess there's a difference, like you said, if you're just lifting, as long as it has a good, you know. But, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, you're, you're lifting and then some of those max effort days. You're going to want a certain mindset, certain different tune to listen to. Oh, yeah. But what do I know? I haven't lifted in years. <laughs> so, listen, we have this. I know you've listened to, you know, some of the episodes. Uh, but we have a thing that we do here on the podcast. We call it the, the Weight Room Song of the Week. And anytime we have a guest on the show... We always let the guest pick the weight room song of the week. So you you gave us a bunch of good stuff there. And to the listeners, if you don't know any of those names that Coach Quint just brought up, you get on Spotify, you get on your Apple Music, and you listen to some of these bands because the the music has withstood the you know twenty twenty five years that have gone gone by since these songs came out. Um, I had on this last week's episode, I had a, a song from Papa Roach, right? I mean, that's another band that falls in there, into that, that group. Um, but what's your one song, right? If, if you got, again, you got one song to pick, what's it going to be? Give me a moment, if you will. I don't have these questions prepared. Uh, you didn't get the script? I got the script. I just come on. Uh, man, I tell you, I like Cry Mob. Knock if you buck. Knock if you song. buck. It's that or, or, or one of my corn songs that really get me going. You know, uh, Dead Bodies Everywhere. or uh, but uh, Freak on a Leash. Yeah, I, I like Freak on a Leash as well, but... Justin, corn, corn, I'll get you going. Yeah, hard for me to pick one, Coach. But you put me on spot. I went with uh, Crime Mob. Crime Mob, Nuck If You Buck. That will be the weight room song of the week. Stand by for that later on in the show. 
Uh, coach, moving along. Coach, you're going to need to get that sensor. Oh, right? of course. Sure. Oh, we find them. We find them all. We find them all. I, I'm, I'm familiar with Nuck If You Buck. Uh, there's some of these songs. Right. Um, like uh, Trevor, Trevor O'Brien, way back, uh, episode six. Seems like you know forever ago now. He picked a, a song um, by Young Money, and I was uh, I didn't I didn't know that song. I had to find it. But I'm learning music as we go, and we actually coach too. I don't know if you're a Spotify user, but we we have all these songs. They go into a Spotify playlist. So we tell our listeners that if uh, they like the song, we play the song on the podcast as well. But if they like it, they can go to the and follow along with the Spotify playlist. So. Nuck, if you buck, will be added to that playlist as well in honor of you, Coach Quint. So this is what I got next. We're saying anything exciting going to be coming up for you, either professionally or personally, in the near future? No. 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 I don't know. I, 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 I mean, uh, not really. I don't, don't, I don't see anything. I got married last year, so there goes that. And, uh. Yeah, we got married right before football season last year. Correct. I came my honeymoon. I came back uh, Sunday night. We got in at about three thirty, and Monday morning was double. On the field at eight a.m. Uh, yeah, and now uh, yeah, we just got a couple of trips planned out coming up. But I'm gonna with some old friends from high school and college. But nothing, nothing crazy, man. We're still after one day, coach. I hope one day you'll know about being married. And uh, <laughs> it, it's quite a blow to the old pocketbook. So we're still, this summer, this year, it's just going to be kind of trying to get back on track. I hear you. I, I've been there. I haven't been married, but I, I know I know what it's like. All right. You're still so, a young uh, buck. Still a young buck. Yeah. Yeah. So anything uh, anything interesting that people may not know about you? I would, the biggest one is that I don't think half the people knew I actually taught in district. I already mentioned that earlier. I'm actually at the, the Copeland, uh, we call it Copeland, but it's the Dexter Alternative High School. Uh, but other than that, I don't, I'm not a very interesting person. Well, and, and you're kind of an open book. Like, people know you. I have a conversation yeah. with you, they know you, right? Right, yeah. You don't yeah. have any, like, you know, Hidden, uh, hidden DJ businesses or anything that nobody knows about for right. months. I mean, knowing cross country ski, I don't cross country uh, skiing. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty open book, and uh, still getting to know my, my my players and my guys. So I got to come around. Hopefully, start coming around more. That's what I got to do. Yeah. Hey, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Come on over, three o'clock. Yeah. Um, so we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. You know, we're taking uh, taking quite a bit of your time here on a on a Sunday afternoon in preparation for the Royal Rumble. By the time this episode drops, uh, our listeners will know uh, kind of what's gone down here with the with the Royal Rumble and all that stuff. It'll actually be uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, this episode will drop uh, on the podcast, so we know uh, Coach Quint's picking the New England Patriots. What 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 score are you picking? I haven't put much thought into it. Uh, let's go 27-24. I like Philly's defensive line. I think it's going to keep them in it. They got a nasty defensive front, Philadelphia. So uh, 27-24. All right, so you heard Patriots. it here. Okay. Right? Coach Quinn yeah. taking the Patriots with a score of 27-24. Easy way out, of course, the pass, right? <laughs> Hey, I I I am not gonna make a pick because I'd have to pick them, so I I, I can't do it. So, coach, um, right. last thing I have uh, on my on my list here is any professional social media pages uh, that our listeners can follow you at. Do you use any Instagram, Twitter, or anything like that on a professional level where kids can I do uh, not. communicate with you? No, most that stuff professional. Per, I don't personal. I don't have any of. I'm not a big social media person so uh, I do not have any of those pages or yeah you ever thought about I'm getting old, into it man. you ever thought about getting into it you know I did well no but 
I thought about it, but, you know, I sit and watch my wife glued to her phone, and I'm, you know, I don't want to be like that. So I have tried to stay away from it because I see how easily addictive it ha- it can become. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. So for not sure. that you're addicted to it or anyone else who has it. Um, I know you have the Iron Dread and you have other things that you just update so people information so people they know but I, I don't have any followers or anything to update for people so. all right so if you I, need uh, to get in touch with coach quint follow at iron dread underscore sc and i'll deliver the message to him you got it you got it just put the signal in the sky baby i'll be there yeah we'll send all up right? we'll send up the quint quint signal in the, in the clouds and uh he'll be there just have ivan hold up a sign it'll be tall enough i'll see you <laughs> Uh, all right, Coach. Well, thank you again for your time and uh, being on the podcast. We'll uh, had a lot of fun talking with you, and uh, we'll let you get going here. Thanks again. Thank you, Coach. So there you have it, our interview with Coach Quint. As I said, a little longer interview today. Uh, couldn't find a good stop to cut it. Um, Coach Quint and I get going, and he's uh, he's a pretty funny guy, and we really enjoy talking with him. But before we say goodbye, we – would be remiss if we did not have our weight room song of the week. So, weight room song of the week this week. Chosen by our guest, Coach Tony Quinn, is Nuck If You Buck from Crime Mob. Here we go. Crack it up. Song of the Week, chosen by Coach Tony Quint, Nuck If You Buck, from Crime Mob and Lil Scrappy. Selected there by Coach Quint. <laughs> uh, not the song that I thought Coach Quint would pick, but hey, he's uh, he's getting down. He's enjoying him some uh, Crime Mob, and we got it here live on the Iron Dread Podcast. Hey, don't forget, you can find that song and all our Weight Room Song of the Week songs on our Iron Dread Weight Room Song of the Week Spotify playlist. You can subscribe and follow there to keep up with each of our Weight Room Songs of the Week as they happen. So we're going to bring this ship in here for a landing. Thank you for listening all the way through here. Again, double-packed episode here with Coach Quint. Uh, If you made it this far, thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed it. And please give us a five-star rating and review. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. That's the only way it gets out there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, If we have people sharing, 
podcast, uh, uh, the podcast on their social medias and uh, getting people to listen, getting people to check us out. So uh, those of you that are listening, we appreciate you. And uh, hopefully if you're a first time listener and this is your first episode, hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you'll come back and enjoy this each and every week. So uh, until next time, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We are on a quest to become dread stronger. Until next time, I'm your host, Chris Whitaker. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Please note that all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are the sole views of the individuals stating the opinions and not the views of the Dexter Community Schools. Also, please note that all music used in this production of this show is the sole property of the artists and recording labels from which the music came. You can follow the Iron Dread Podcast each and every week via SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe to have new episodes automatically downloaded into the device of your choosing each and every week. Please leave a five-star rating and review and help support the show. Thank you for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast, and we'll see you next time.